The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I am your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother, 30 under 30, media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Now, folks, I'm going to try to keep this brief, ah! but the reviews are in. Ooh. Captain Underpants hey guys, is a hit. Hey, guys, boxers or briefs <laughs> is my like question. Boxer office smash. Is that anything? That's something. It's something. Um, Hey, listen, it's a watch. It's what's Captain going on under those pants? His penis never comes out the whole movie. Don't even worry about it. Oh, I had to Google that to make sure before I took all my kids to it. <laughs> Travis, yes, let me so- ask you a question. Uh-huh. Um, when you were making your fantasy cast list on IMDb for Captain Underpants, who did you envision? Who would be your dream get for Professor Poopy Pants? Myself. Close. Nick Kroll takes ah. on the notoriously dirty drawers as Professor Poopy Pants. Uh, Kevin Hart is back as George Beard. Thomas Middlebitch. Repri- in a reprise role. Of, it's the first one of the Captain Underpants movies, but it's the second time Kevin Hart has played a Captain Underpants role in a film. Right. Justin, Justin, who plays uh, Professor Poopy Pants' sidekick, Sid Mark? That's Mark Paul Gosler. Weird. With a Weird. taking a with a dramatic turn. Captain Underpants is about two children yes. who hypnotize a bad man okay. into thinking he's a superhero who wears his underpants everywhere. Ah. I cannot can I say this because the problem is the problem is he didn't have a living will. And I want to get out in front of this now on this podcast. If you're a kid, don't fucking turn me into Captain Underpants. Don't if do I it. Cross you. Stop. Don't it. do it. If you, but listen, if they do, mm. this is so hard to say because <laughs> nobody wants to think this way. You know, you want to think everything's going to be fine forever. But mm-hmm. if you see me on the street wearing a cape. And my underpants, and I've been hypnotized by children, and please confirm, I may just be at some sort of parade, but if I have been hypnotized by children, I need you, I need you to bring me down, all right? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, yeah. You're saying most- we have legal, per- and this podcast counts, like, we can, we can get this episode notarized or whatever, but you're saying if children hypnotize you, Justin, into becoming an underwear crime fighter... Mm-hmm. Travis and I, in in order to sort of save your your dignity, your um your legacy, sort of your whole mm-hmm. brand, we can legally kill you. Yeah, so, not not just can legally kill me. Must you do not have the legal right to kill me? You have the moral obligation. And that's that'll hold up in court. So just yeah, to, just to, just just to clarify. We could be talking about Wonder Woman, a movie that I am legitimately very excited to see. Um, and as soon as I figure out how to do so, while also having a seven-month-old uh, child, uh, uh, I stack will them be up doing and so. to stack the two of you up in a trench coat. Okay, and so we could in. be talking about that, but instead, we are talking about um, morally uh, being obligated to euthanize. Our brother, well, it's, in hey, the on, event that he's in underpants. Travis, now, you've, used, you've <laughs> used the term euthanize, as if Justin mm. will just lay down and accept his fate. We are, oh, listen, <laughs> no, it, you're, no. You're going to have to, youth and nothing, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. And listen, I'm going to be a superhero, okay? It's going to be tough. What? I will see Captain Underpants before I see Wonder Woman. Confront a that. Film Confront I would like that to now. see, and I'm confronting it here with you. Now, I will say this. 
the tomato meter is looking good, 86%. Mm, that's really? Like it's a, zest, it's a yeah. zesty ragu. Ooh. I'm going to enjoy this particular marinara for sure. <laughs> but it is not going to star America's favorite Amazon. I'll be catching that on DVD. Cast- Wonder Woman, get at me. I will check you in September. Thank you for all you've done for our nation. Justin, J-Bones, can you make me a promise? G-Money, hit it. When you do fall into our trap after you have been hypnotized by the children into becoming the underwear man, and we catch you in the trap, and we do kill you, can you promise me that there will not be one last moment of lucidity there at the end where you thank us before dying, and you're you're regular, Justin, in that moment? Because I'm thinking about it, Justin. That's going to be too hard for me to handle. I've just killed my underwear superhero, brother. I don't need him turning back into Justin there at the end. Like, you've set me free. You know what I mean? Like, if you do do have that moment of lucidity, I need you to keep pretending that you're the underwear man just so I don't have to deal with those demons. What What if my voice sounds different? You'll know what's up. No, Just I, do I, your I, best. I, I'm sorry, Griffin. I have to say, Justin, don't make eye contact with Griffin in that moment, but do make eye contact with me because I want to know that I freed you and you also appreciate it. I need to know that you appreciate how hard it was for me to kill you in your final moments. Let me give it, let me get another one in here. You've, the children have just done the spell to you mm-hmm, and okay. the transformation has begun. At what point in the transformation can Travis and I sort of Ooh, go safety off, free fire? Is it like a Walking Dead situation where if you are bitten, it's you're done, you're meat already, and so we should just? Or do you think you might be able to fight off this the kid spell? Well, it. it I mean, it's further complicated by the fact that if they're if they're just fucking with me. Go ahead and take the shot. If you've got the shot, take the shot. Okay. Okay. If the kids are fucking with me. If there is an evil that I have to confront oh, okay. and, and subdue, let me let me just do it, okay? I'll do the evil. I'll fight the evil. But then the moment that the evils you take the shot, okay? I need you to promise. I promise. I'll kill I'll kill you in your underwear. Man. I will hire Sorry. Bradley Cooper to kill you in your underwear. Yeah, he'll help out definitely. I mean, I would like I'll, I would like a little Bradley Cooper buffer between yeah. me and my brother. Um, and you know what? I think of, listen, I don't know Bradley that well. Um, we've only chatted online a couple times, but I'm pretty sure, like, he's probably been asked to do this kind of thing before. No, dude's, dude's yoked. Like, he could fucking kill. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, great news, guys. Um, I googled Mark Paul Gossler. His Twitter account is just MPG. Well wow, done. Wow, early yeah, adopter. Did, great get yeah. in there. Can we do advice? Yeah. Justin, do you question number four? I was going to save it. I wasn't sure about it, but I'm feeling it. Jump mm. right into it. How do you throw away empty alcohol bottles and cans and shit if you're underage and don't want to get caught? Uh-oh. I'm V drunk. Please tell me how to throw away my stuff. Peace, Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we. I think, legally... Legally, we've covered ourselves so far. We're allowed to legally murder Justin if he gets hypnotized and becoming an underwear man. And now, legally, we also have to say, uh, it's not cool to... (laughs) Sorry. It's hard to say it. It's not cool to do this. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Now that we've said that. Even if we maybe act like you're cool or say that it's cool pretty directly in the next few minutes, that you should know how we really... How we really feel. Yeah. And it's, so, it's just not cool. What follows not, is... Okay. What follows is, is it's fair use parody, um, public domain, creative comments. Yeah, this is um, this is what we like to call jokes. Um, Go- this is so cool. Yeah. Because it, you get it... I like the... I, mm, I do worry... Uh, let me worry about this for a second. If okay. you're an underage teen and you're drinking mm-hmm. and you're very drunk... Mm-hmm. And then you're emailing your favorite advice podcast, uh-huh. I assume. Are you drinking alone? Because that seems to me not Not great. ideal, not ideal. Not actually cool. Here's, um, here's my question about this. At what point do you think in this underage teen drinking experience, do you do the like slow scope around and realize how many empty bottles and cans there are and realize you have not, you're just like, oh no. Like you yeah. haven't planned some kind of bag scenario to get these out of the house and into your neighbor's garbage can. Yeah. 
Um, so the secret is to buy only the alcohol that you know your dad's drinking, that old-timey, I think your dad probably drinks, like, old-timey gut rumble, and it's just Mm -hmm. a dank lager, and it just, it just hurt, it's, it hurts the, it hurts the bones and muscles a lot to drink it, and so you buy that, you throw it in the regular old garbage can, your dad's just, like, must have tied a few on last night. I don't remember it, but this, 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 this dark juice does does stuff plays tricks on the mind, doesn't it? What if you took all your empty bottles and cans, and just before somebody got home, you just kind of like spread them around the dog, and okay. then when people, when whoever, when whoever your guardians got home, they're like, "What?" You're like, "What?" <gasps> Sparky! And you acted horrified. Now listen, this isn't gonna work. But if you refuse to cave on this, it's gonna be a story that you and your guardians will have together forever. That when you are older, and you Mm. do eventually, like at 40, you have a nice, like, single malt scotch with them. And they can be like, hey, do you remember that time that you tried to convince me that Sparky drank all that bush light? And you can be like... (laughs) What are you talking about? That's exactly what happened. And yeah. you stick to it. You never change it because they'll catch you. Dad tried to get me on this at age 30 last week. He was like, hey, during homecoming, did you go over to Michael's house and then you all um, drank six Smirnoff ices between the eight of you and pretended to just get like really fucked up drunk and then try to sneak the uh, the bottles out the next morning? And I was like, well, I'm 30, so yeah. And then cops busted in and they arrested me and took... I'm recording this in jail right now. I've been in jail for uh. like a week. Um, I I have a question for you, question asker. Two questions, I guess. Question one, get out your phone, go to your list of contacts. Is the wolf in there at all? (laughs) Is the wolf in there? Second question, do you just just have Harvey Keitel's number? Because he will act. That was basically a documentary. Oh, I see you're uh, having a little underage drinking. That's great. I love this. Let me... um... Yeah, I'll go ahead and just clean all these up for you. I'm I'm a your living maid, Harvey Keita. <laughs> Do you uh you got any Altoids on you? No, I don't have why would I have Altoids, Harvey Keita? You started underage drinking without any uh Altoids, huh? And I'm the and I'm the asshole. Hmm. Schnapps? You expect me to clean up schnapps? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't have to be here. <laughs> I think a good drink for teens. Oh, geez. Do you know how Teens are crazy about the hard sodas now, right? Uh huh. Orange, orange hard soda, like the difficult sodas, <laughs> the hard, the challenging sodas. Um, <laughs> chunky, chunky Dr Pepper, like an elderberry soda. That's hard. That's difficult to yeah. parse. Ch- so you get some uh, Mike's Latin lemonade, the challenging, <laughs> challenging lemonade. And I'm gonna have not the, your father's trigonometry root beer. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is about it, the bottle is made of candy. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not. Oh God! Again, legally, hi, editors. Ed- editorial note yeah. here: it's super not kids. Enjoy the yeah, rest no, of the podcast. No, no, no. no I'm so not bad, saying it so is bad, now. So I'm saying. In our new product, oh. the bottle is made of candy. Oh, so like those, like pa- those wax bottles that you like bite the end off of and squeeze like the you know teaspoon of juice into your mouth. That's exactly right. It's called brew and chew, and you brew drink the drink chew. in it, mm-hmm. and then you have to eat the bottles. There's no evidence. And here's the thing: Are you ready for this? Because this one's fucking good. The bottles. What flavor are they? You guessed it. Spearmint. <gasps> So you have drunk. Gotcha. You have had a refreshing bottle of brew. Okay. Then you've had a great snack to follow it up. Yum, yum. You're going to have some regrets about halfway through that bottle when you got to realize <laughs> you're going to the whole bottle. Listen, spearmint usually doesn't come in meal form, but that's, yeah. what, we're t- that's what we're talking about. You're going to have to commit. How bad do you want to break the rules, huh? This, yeah. this is a spearmint dish that you're going to be eating. It's going to be a lot of spearmint. You're going to have to gummy down. Yeah, but you do that, and then um, you're going to have fresh breath, and nobody will detect the alcohol. Let me hit you I with this. I can't stress enough. We do not endorse underage drinking, but that's no, a great idea. That's fucking funny and good and cool and um, cool to do. I also want to hit you with guys with this idea that I've been working on. It is um, we take a very, very, very hyper-concentrated, you know, Mike's Hard lemonade or whatever, 
um, very concentrated, a hyper concentrated Boone's farm. Mm-hmm. And we somehow saturate a sort of spongy fidget spinner with it. And then you just sort of like and catch it, catch it, catch it, and then faded because of the, all the the again very very concentrated Boone's farm. It's going to be um, acidic, which is not to say that it will taste sour, but that it will have many properties that one usually associates with acid. But also at the end, what was that noise? Are you drunk? No, it's just a fidget spinner. Let me go a different direction. What if you said to your kids, and this might be more of a deterrent than a way to get away with it, but what if you said to your kids like, hey, I don't care what age you are, you're allowed to drink as much as you want, but the only drink you're allowed to have is 50% the peatiest, smokiest, Scotch and fifty percent absinthe. Enjoy. That's, yeah, that's a that's a bad way to do parenting. I feel like. But how long do you think that continues to be a problem before it's just like sip? Nope. You know what? I'm good. I'm yeah, all set. Uh, this is this is awful. Well, that's what all alcohol tastes like. Bye. <laughs> um, can I hit y'all with the Yahoo? Yeah. Don't under is, don't underage drink. Don't underage. This drink. has this been um, a public service announcement. Yeah, if you bookend it, then people know which part's serious and which part's not. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Horning sent this in. Thank you, Kyle Horning. It's Yahoo Answers user, question mark, which is weird. Um, usually that means that like their profile didn't load or has been erased, and so it just shows a question mark. They actually made their profile name question mark, and they said, Whoa. yeah, they said, going to arrest someone soon. It's my friend. They don't know I'm a cop. What should I do? I have four hours. Whoa. Whoa. <sighs> Fucking heavy Shit. stuff. This is what I imagine The Wire is like, but I've never I've watched it. I've only seen one season of The Wire, but this started the second season, and I was like, who the fuck are all these new people? It's all boats this season? No. But maybe this is what happens. I don't. They, my best friend Justin and Travis, they don't know I'm a cop. But in four hours, they will know when I have them down up against the car or on the ground with those the, that, those big nasty silver bracelets going over their wrists. Griffin, do you think when you have when you have to do that, when you have to arrest, say Justin Minsker, a friend of yours, would you cry while you were doing it, or do you think that like you would finally feel a weight lifted I off mean, of your shoulders? Do I cry every time I record a podcast or a goof-ass video game video? No, because yeah. it's my fucking yes. job, dog. Oh. Uh, you, so, okay. you cry sometimes, though. I mean, only when the internet says mean things about me, but not usually. Like, just it's my it's my job. If I arrest Justin Minsker, that's a job. That's a J-O-B. Sorry, dude. Just click, click. What do you I think gotta you say? Collecting a paycheck, Griffin. What do you think you said? You, you, is it like a booyah moment, or is it like I can't believe you made me do this moment? Like this is on you, not on me. If you I weren't a I criminal, just, I wouldn't I think have I, to cop all over you. I think I just RoboCop up and just like Miranda that shit, and yeah, don't even. You have the right to remain my friend. If you're yeah, not like I'd be like, you have the right to remain silent, but like barbecue Tuesday. Does that sound good? Yeah. Weather looks nice. We still down? Or? We, should, we still down? We're going to play some coob in the backyard? Right. Or I will get good? your mower back to you, by the way. I'll I'm, get your I mower back to you. Well, to your next of kin, because you're going to the fucking pokey, dude. <laughs> All right, let's go. I love Come you. Come on. I love you. Say goodbye. How often do you think you fight? say you love you to like uh, a friend that you're arresting? Three yeah, you times? can slip it in. You can slip it into the old Miranda, and it still counts. Um, I have to arrest someone soon, but they don't know how I'm a cop. Is this an undercover situation? It doesn't. What What's tricky is it doesn't sound like an undercover situation. <laughs> no, it just sounds like you don't know them that well, or they don't know yeah. you because they don't know your vocation. You know, I bet the hardest part of that scenario is when you're like, "I'm a cop," and they kind of laugh, and you're like, "No, really," and they're like, "That's a good one," and you're like, "No, no, really, I really am a cop." Like, yeah. it's probably hard to get over that hump. You know, of like, to make I'm really arresting your... you. Very funny, Steve. Take these cuffs off. No, no, I really am he, a cop. Do you think he adds the fact that he's a cop from friends in case they, they all want to get a little bit nasty? He doesn't need like, the, yeah, that's the judgment. Oh, like, what's that? You're a you cop. Had... How could you? How could you steal that? Yeah. Wait, you you, don't... you underage drunk when you were 17 and he starts kind of twitching and you're like, what's up, Steve? Like, no, nothing. 
Well, it's like we're going out on a pontoon boat, and I'm not driving the boat, but am I allowed to drink on the water? It is in public. Ah, but Griffin's here. Maybe I shouldn't. Just to be safe. Um, I... Is there another... Let me hit this. Legally, this is a joke. (laughs) Got four hours. I phone my buddy up and just say, like, pack a bag. Get gone. I will hunt you for the rest of the night. Don't get me wrong. We have got a Javert Valjean situation. Absolutely what is up. You've been selling stolen iPod nanos online, and I know it's you, dog. You don't know it's me on the other end of the bag. You made your username Nano Steve Jenkins. I know it's you. I know it's you, Steve Jenkins. I knew it was you the whole time. But you anyway, you have four hours. And then I will come for you. Forever. Like, forever I will be a specter of death on your doorstep, Steve. <laughs> Why'd you have to sell those nanos? <laughs> every moment of every day for the rest of your life, you will feel my hot breath on the back of your neck. Now get out of town. I love you, you I love bastard. you. Go. I love you. I love you. Fly, my like beautiful butterfly. But pl- can I count on you and Steven to be there uh, at, the, at the barbecue on Thursday? And you're still going to walk my too. dog while I'm in Baltimore, right? Right, we're still good on that front. Excellent. Me and some buddies are heading. Me and my buddies are heading down to the east side in three hours. I want a carpool, so that's the decision. Like you can get the extra heads up and like bounce, but like we're going to Barbarella's. It's gonna be fucking fun. Do you? You're not okay. No, I understand. I'll Fine. hunt you like the devil. Bye. <laughs> I love you. Please, if you could leave some clues, that would be great. Just make it easier. Leave a few on me. clues, just to make it fun. Like you can't come play coop at my clue. my cookout next weekend, but we could play a different kind of game, a hunting game. Do you, how? you fucking nano pervert, you nano freak. Of, of all the jobs that it would be hard to find out, your friend does. I think like them banging on your door and and arresting you. That's really rough. But I think a rougher one would be if you found out your friend was Jigsaw. Because oh, that would fuck. be very unfortunate to wake up and you're like, your butt has been manacled <laughs> to someone else's butt. And he's like, tear your own butts off if you want to live. <laughs> and also, Greg, it's so nice to see you. Uh, Justin, just to clarify, you think um, the profession of cop is definitely hard, but much more difficult is the profession of serial killer. <laughs> I'm saying it's hard to find out that your friend... Killer. Has been jigsawed the whole time. I'm saying that that would be very shocking. And that is and that is unfair. An unfair association, Travis. Jigsaw is not just a serial killer. He also like it takes a lot of work to make all those bone mazes and stuff. Like it's a lot of work. But this is okay. Yeah, you know what's hard? Finding out your friend's a cop. You know what's harder? Finding out that your friend is you from an alternate dimension, but evil and sent there. To oh kill shit, you. Travis. That would definitely be hard. That would be really difficult. Find out that your friend is a robot sent from the future whose only job is to erase your existence before oh, you like, solve hate, world peace. I hate that. Right, I we've all trust, been there. Who can I trust anymore? Pick up the bandsaw you find at your fi- I bought you this. I bought you this bandsaw. I, bu- I bought you this for your birthday. Wait, no, this is my I fucking remember. bandsaw. I let you borrow it. Hey, yeah, wait a minute. This is my... You can have it back afterwards. You'll have to find the key. You gave me your spare keys. Oh. Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, yeah. Anyway, fill up this bucket with your own butt meat. No, and it'll raise the portcullis. I don't want to raise the portcullis. (laughs) Is this your den? It is. is I love what you've done. Am I still going to see you for barbecue on first? Yes. Fine. Yes. So we'd come. We said we'd be there. Guess what, what? we're having? I don't want to guess what we're having. Pork I'll stick butt. to potato uh. salad. I'll stick to potato salad and prepackaged Kroger cookies. Thank guess, you. Guess what? You guess what much. we're going to be having? Are you going to grill and cook my butt meat that I put in the bucket <laughs> to counterweight the portcullis? No, it's we got kosher franks. <laughs> don't oh, be a dick. Don't be a dick about this. Don't be a the dick. The butt you know meat. I, I can't believe I have to explain this to you. The butt meat portcullis maze trap. It's supposed to teach you about the value of the your life and stuff. I love you. I love you. You've just seemed really <laughs> down lately, and I want to make you appreciate the things that you have and the butt that you're left with. Uh, so can I go? Or are you two gonna? Hey, do you mind? <laughs> We're working some shit out. 
Okay, I filled up the bucket with my butt meat to open the portcullis. Can I go? One moment. You're also under arrest. That's right. (laughs) Officer Jigsaw. (laughs) Reporting for duty. I'm also a doctor and a lawyer. I I have a lot of free time. Get in my my paddy wagon. Can I stand up in the paddy wagon? Do I have to sit down? Because I have a situation back here now. I love you a lot. I know we're good I love friends. You so much. We're really good friends. You introduced me to my wife. Yeah, I did. That's you're yes. right. Greg, sit up front. Come on. You don't need to ride the back paddy wagon with that other wiener. But Can put I a, the music. Put, put a towel down. <laughs> we'll listen to the new Adele album. I bought you that new. Thank you. Yeah. You really know my tastes. It was a gift for my adult bar mitzvah. I'm the most interesting character the McElroy brothers have ever conceived. (laughs) They've been sitting on me for a while, which is ironic, because you won't be sitting on anything. (laughs) It's going to be hard not to do that voice for a while. I know. Hold on, I left the the radio on. Let me... Oh, I'm turning the radio up. I'm turning it up. I'm turning it I up. I want a mud squad. squad. I want to mud squad. squad. Are you I heard about our mud squads have response? gotten your squads have gotten a little bit tepid. Okay. Okay. I really? I was actually just thinking how enthusiastic mine was comparatively. <sighs> yeah, I kind of okay. tried to put a little bit more stink in it because, like, ten minutes ago, I definitely heard my baby wake up from a nap, and I had the thought: if mud squad rolls around, I'll really be able to hit it. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, listen, Arby's is done. Oh, shit. Okay, well. Usually, usually when we feature people on the Munch Squad, it's because they're so enthusiastic about the worst things they could do to people. Um, Arby's brought back the Smokehouse Pork Belly Sandwich to its restaurants. I remember. Um, it's, uh, it, if you remember last year, Arby's went where no national restaurant chain had gone before by offering Pork Belly also known as the bigger, better bacon. That's mm, also well, known as an artisanal meat that I don't really trust with you with in your but hands. That's also like saying steak. It's hamburger too. The yeah. sequel, but better. <laughs> uh, but there's a quote here from Rob Lynch, chief marketing officer and brand president of Arby's Restaurant Group, and. This man sounds broken. The oh, no. RB system has chewed him up and spit him out. <laughs> Let's see what he's got to say about this sandwich. Our guests love pork belly, said Rob Lynch. Chief sounds, hey, officer. yo, this sounds like my friend, Detective Jigsaw. <laughs> and brand president. It's not. Uh, whatever. More side, when we, Justin. When we launched it last year, we weren't sure how well it would do because no one in our industry had done a slow smoke pork belly sandwich before but the response was it was remarkable significantly exceeding our wildest expectations so we worked hard to bring it back as soon as possible and here it is pork belly is just another example of our unique approach to food which is to offer innovation that our guests can only find at Arby's and then the last sentence of this quote is this we are really proud of this meat. <laughs> <laughs> we, are we are really proud of this meat. We are really proud of this meat. So this sentence could I could I could interpret this so many ways. Um, I've never seen somebody eat a bite of food and been proud of the food for maybe its courage or just its extreme quality. Um, are you proud of? what the meat has done for your company is it are you proud of how you've prepared the meat maybe you should have said that in, instead well considering you just said proud, they had to work of how far it's come because it was not originally pork belly but yeah. it worked really hard to become it now it's part it, he just said they had to work hard to bring it back mm. so i uh, maybe he's just proud of the effort that went into i don't know finding someone with the in a moral gray area willing to sell arby's pork belly 
Or maybe um, Justin, uh, maybe it's not that dark. Maybe it's just that like the first time the pork belly sandwich rolled around, they sold so much of it that there was no more pork belly. Okay. And they had to like like travel to the bottom of the ocean and find like aqua pigs or something that they could get pork belly from. And they're just <laughs> proud of proud of the exploration that they've achieved in mapping like the Mariana Trench to be able to find the mer pigs. Um, to get the uh, aquatic bellies from. Yeah, yeah. So the new commercials are like, Arby's, we have manatees. And <laughs> you're going to, you're going to, it's going to drive you fucking crazy. You're going to lose. Each your- sandwich is $48. They also brought back the, <laughs> the smoke mountain sandwich, which like. It's a literal it- mount. It's a li- Just eat it. Just eat it. It's we've what we've learned is the bigger it is, the happier our customers are. So we literally did some some explosive blast cap mountaintop removal, and we put it between two big dumb slices of bread. Just go for it. We're done. I'm done. I'm Arby's, and I'm done. There uh, is a real smoke mountain, by the way. It's in North Carolina. Not anymore. Because it's in the Arby yeah. sandwiches now. Big chunks of we, it. Like, like we the, had to cut the top off of a smoke mountain. It's like the fuck. It's just two pieces of bread, and in between it is the trophy you get when you win on guts. <laughs> Lathered in some sort of horseradish cream. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's take a break for a second and head on over to a little apartment I like to think of as the money zone. Hey everybody. First up this week. Hey guys. Hey buddy. Hey guys. Welcome to my, hey, what? What's good, fam? This is me. It's your boy, Justin Macro. I'm here to tell you about our sponsor, Blue Apron. I'm reviewing the 10 stinkiest fidget spinners. How did they get like this? Hey, guys. Hey, like Tangle Heads. It's me, Travis. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna be making uh, Blue Apron. Uh, there's going to be... I'm going to be chewing some gum. Hey, um, stop, stop, with, stop, what? stop. Did you two make those fucking barbecue chicken wings, though? Did y'all get no, those barbecue had- chicken wings from Blue Apron yet? No, but just last night I made uh, a honey rhubarb chicken. Oh, I got that one. I haven't made it yet. Oh, it's real good. I real good. I only eat chili. <laughs> so oh, that's I, right. I, yeah. Well, I'm on a restricted diet. But, so uh, wait, style. wait. On your on your cheat days, you don't just have like eight blue aprons that you've saved up. So uh, Justin's on that. Justin's on that fucking Hank Hill cleanse where it's just chili and sweet tea. And propane. For less than propane accessories. For less than $10 per person per meal, Believer delivers seasonal recipes along with pre proportioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. You want spicy zucchini enchiladas with creamy lime and tomato rice? You can have it. Elote style vegetable tostadas with summer squash, poblano peppers, and cilantro rice? It's there for you. Um, uh, what, what's up on the menu this week? Well, you could check it out. And get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash my brother. These are fresh, high quality ingredients. And also you, you can cut you, you can customize what meals you get sent to you, which has been really helpful for us because um our baby has a food allergy. So like Rachel has to eat like very specific stuff and because we can kind of tailor the menu to what we want, like we can we can avoid that stuff and it's been really uh very, very helpful. And now yeah, that if you box for like the whole thing made out of beans. Please make the whole thing out of beans. Um, I have I love beans. I haven't seen that one. Beans. I guess ahoy. when the you just, I guess like, when the the box says beans ahoy. Whenever the delivery person drops off the box, Justin, I guess you can just say, "Wait, hold up," and then cut the box open, grab the beans out from inside, and then give the rest back, and just say, "Return to sender." Mm, not a um, bad idea. I also love, they let you uh, just very, very, very easily skip weeks. So, like, if you're going to be out of town yeah. or if you weren't able to get to the last box for whatever reason and you still have, like, a meal sitting in your fridge, you just go on, say that you don't need it the next week, and you just skip that week. That's um, it. That's enough. We wa- clearly, we want to kiss and marry Blue Apron. That's it. Yes. Go to blueapron.com slash brother and you can get your first three meals for free with free shipping. One last time, blueapron.com slash brother. I would like to tell you all. 
uh, about a service that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is Lyft. Um, and uh, I think we've talked about Lyft before, and I know that it's a, a super popular ride-sharing service, but I love Lyft very much. We used it a ton when we were out in L.A. We use it here in Cincinnati. We use it whenever we travel. Um, if, if, you know, there's lots of circumstances where you know you're not going to need, like, a rental car or something, but you need to get from place to place. And if Lyft's in that area, it's so incredibly useful and wonderful. Um, and it's also... Really great for the drivers. It, you can uh, tip the driver if you have a really great experience. And when they drive, they keep 100% of the tips. So it's great for the drivers. It's great for the riders. Um, and you get to rate your driver and they rate you so that you kind of filter out the crappy people. So it's a really wonderful experience for everyone. Um, I'm a big fan. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. So join the ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better and not shitty. Um, go to Lyft, that's L-Y-F-T dot com slash brother today, and you can get a $500 new driver bonus if you start driving with them. Um, so go to Lyft.com slash brother, Lyft.com slash brother, limited time only, terms apply, go start driving for Lyft today. Hopefully you don't have any kind of bad driving record like I did. Um, oh, but by bad driving like, record, do you mean current, present, um, in the car, no, like I am a just, good driver now. I rear-ended someone on a wet, rainy street, Griffin. Just fucking stunting, drop it. It was years stunting, ago. Just stunting. You know, let's back years ago. Let's back in Austin. Squash that beef. Welcome oh, back. Oh, that's mm, nice. Baby, come back. I sang it. They couldn't They couldn't resist. I have a per- personal Jumbotron message here, and it's for Booker. It's from Jeff, who says... Happy birthday and happy anniversary to my fun-looking, fun-having dirty boy. Now that our Whoa. lives have been completely... What? It's a, I, just it's like, a, I just like that sentence. It's a very good Monster Factory goof. Uh, now that our lives have been completely taken over by the McElroy media conglomerate, uh, I can't think of any better way to uh, celebrate than by having our favorite boys proclaim our gay love for each other. You are my frowny prince, and I love you per- forever. Okay, hold on. Let's do this right. <clears throat> I hereby <laughs> henceforth... <laughs> On June the 4th, 2017, the year of our Lord A.D., by the power vested in me, hereby proclaim your gay love. So it is, and so it shall be. <laughs> Amen. 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 You mentioned a factory of some sort? Hmm? A f- you said something about a factory? It's a fun media, fucking cross-media project that your other brothers make that I thought you'd be excited what about. A- what do you do on this? What do you do on this media thing? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Is You've it like me. funny or? No, I got a message I for Paul. That, from I guess Sunny. not that. I guess not that funny. If it didn't attract well, your. This is this is the first time I'm hearing about it. No one's ever brought Paul, this up to me before. Sunny, I'm sorry, Paul and Sunny. They're stepping on your moment. Hey, I'm sweetie. just trying to learn about some kind of creative endeavor that my brothers might embark on without me. Oh, okay, we've been doing it for like five years, but all right. Well, hey, and sweetie. how many times have you invited me to do it? Or. I mean, like, t- we've invited you, like, ten times. Just check your texts, so... Well, I'm just... I'm really busy. I do a lot of podcasts, so... Yeah. I, I don't remember hey, getting sweetie. invited to be on Schmanners. That was weird. Hey, I, sweetie! I, if you check your texts, I think there's, like, ten in there. I'm like, what do you know about museums? That's yeah, our latest yeah. episode. If anyone wants to check it out, we talked about museums. It was really great. All right. Okay, so... Hey, sweetie. Who's this, this from? Again, and too? Yeah, I've already said that, but it's from Sonny to Paul. Hi, Paul. Okay. Hi, Sonny. Welcome to the Hi. show. Hi. Hi. Come welcome. have a seat. Come on in. So irritated. Hey, sweetie. Hi. I love sharing my life with you. Ever since that doped up drive to get my dental implant, that seems unwise. Um, that, Wait, you were <laughs> doped up on your way there? I got to get like... fucking baked if I'm going to get my teeth done. <laughs> no way I'll do this straight. Uh, <laughs> ever since that doped up. Drive to get my dental implant. Uh, that has meant sharing the McElroys with you. Happy Father's Day, birthday, or anniversary. Sorry this isn't the Adventure Zone, but keep at least one eye open, because the boys just might pop in to wish you luck. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you looking for care? We don't do character voices on that show. Why would we do them here? No, I think they were saying, like, like watch out, because we're there. I mean that's a fun way. That's a fun way to consume the show. Just like constantly be waiting for one of us to just be like, uh, and then the the you know the ogre smashes the magic mushroom forest. What's up, Paul? And then roll ten <laughs> dice to determine your 
Um, happy Happy Father's Day. Oh shit, that's coming up, huh? Oh man, I'm gonna have that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm, get- I'm getting myself a chop saw. Yeah, dude. I got a new fucking holiday. Are you kidding me? This would yeah, be like Griffin. Guess what? Sick. You got a You got another birthday. What's up? It's like in the middle of June. Fuck yes. And the cool thing is now you don't have to do anything for dad anymore. That's my favorite like, part. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Take that, old man. What am I gonna What am I gonna do? Send him another like fucking coupon for some online pepper jelly shop? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? This is sick. Send him another picture of a Tervis tumbler and be like, it's on the way. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Installment plan. It's coming in. Fuck yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? New holiday. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Finally a day when it's all about me. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this. Yeah. But let's face it. All that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop podcasting yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. My sister can't tell the difference between Dennis Quaid and Tim Allen. Do I tell her or should I cut my losses and find a new sister? That's from Nicole from San Diego. How does this come up? Hey, do you remember that movie Santa Claus with Dennis Quaid? No. What? Are you sure? Are you sure? Dennis Quaid. Look at these two pictures. One of them is Tim Allen. One is Dennis Quaid. Which one? Uh, Do you remember uh, in Independence Day when Jim Allen drove the plane up into the mothership? Sorry, hold on. Wait. It's so deep that you think Tim (laughs) Allen has a brother named Jim Allen (laughs) who is in Independence Uh. Day. Do you think Dennis Quaid ever thinks about the fact that he didn't get to be in Independence Day and he gets just, like, really mad about it? Do you think that if Randy Quaid hadn't been in Independence Day that, like, Dennis Quaid would have been, but you can only have one Quaid Mm, at a time? Well, uh, the character, and I don't want to speak ill of uh, any Quaids, any and all Quaids, but that character was a Randy Quaid character. I think we can only have that. It wouldn't have been the same Quaid, but it's like a one Quaid in, one Quaid out kind of scenario where, like, because Randy Quaid was in it, Dennis Quaid couldn't play, like, yeah. I don't know, Jeff Goldblum's dad. It would have been like, he could have played that character, but all of a sudden the character would be, like, really cool, and everybody just believes him about the alien stuff. And, and he can pitch really fast. He can pitch super fast. It's actually really weird to me. A lot of brothers, like like the, the Afflecks and so on, you can't say this about. I don't think there's a Dennis Quaid role that you could slide Randy to Randy. Into, yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't think that that works. I don't think they're interchangeable whatsoever. Are no, they? It, it's actually, if you're looking at the scope, Justin, the Estevez brothers, right? They're over here. That's the most replaced, because they, no joke, I've seen a lot of movies that I've said, like, oh, that's uh, Martin Sheen. No, no, no. That's his brother who looks like his doppelganger. And then you have Randy Quaid and Dennis Quaid on the other end who you have to convince me are related. Dennis Quaid. I'm trying to think of a mnemonic device, and maybe we can be helpful here for once. Like Leaves of Three, Let It Be. Mm-hmm. Leaves of okay. Leaves of Quaid. You know what I mean? Something that there's a, uh, like a funny, like if I could think of something that would be like a joke, a funny joke. If it's Dennis, let it finish. <laughs> Acting. If it's Randy, it's not Dandy. Okay, no, we're, no, st- not we're, we're not Quaid, speaking that's... about Randy Quaid. We're speaking about uh, uh, Timothy Allen. From oh, I see. I see. Yeah, if that there's, was the original pitch. If there's growling, that's Tim Allen. Okay. Uh-huh. He has to do it in every movie. And then, um, I mean, that by that point, it's just process of elimination. You only have to remember one of them. <laughs> if it's growling, it's Tim Allen, dot, dot, dot. We've sort of created sort of an if-then operation <laughs> here. If Tim Allen go to line 10. If, if growling, go to line 10. Line 10, print. It's Tim Allen. It otherwise... It sounds like you got yourself one of the Quaid brothers on your hands. Um, Sydney used to have a thing where she just biologically could not tell the difference. 
between Bob Hoskins and Danny DeVito. That's mm-hmm. in, that's completely unimaginable. It's I mean it's easier to remember now, of course. Aww. But gradual uh, over the years, she had a lot of trouble distinguishing Danny DeVito and Bob Hoskins. Just and then it got to a point where I felt like she was probably trolling me. Yeah, like like when she couldn't separate Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen for a long time, which I think is an elaborate. That was a joke that point. was played on you. Um, yeah. Can I hit you up with a good Yahoo? I have so many. Thank you to everybody who sent them in. Um, yes, but know that while you do. There is a pair of actors that I um, can't tell the difference between whose names I also can't remember right this second. So I'll be Funny. looking that up while awesome. you Awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, this one was sent in by Kevin Budnick. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin did our, I don't know if you have seen them, but uh, the live show posters uh, that we had in Austin. We still have a fuck ton of. We need to figure out like what to do with those. I don't know what to do Uh-oh. with a bunch of posters. Um. People so, bought them. They just gave us too many. They, we gave, us, we they gave us double the amount that we bought, which is like a bank error in our favor that was pretty tight. It's it's Christopher Maloney and Elias Codius. Uh, no, I that's legit, Trav. That's legit. Yeah, Christopher yeah, Maloney sure. is on Law and & Order, and Elias Codius played um, uh, Casey Jones in the Ninja Turtles movie. Um, they oh, could be brothers. Oh, yeah, all right, I see it. Okay, so anyway, this question from Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. It's by Yahoo Answers user John asks... Are there specific names for colors we cannot see? For example, we call, we call light with a wavelength of about 650 nanometers, I suppose, red, okay. and etc. If the wavelength are beyond the visible spectrum, are there specific names for the colors? And I'm not talking for infrared. I'm not looking for infrared, x-ray, gamma, microwave, etc. If either of you try to drop some fucking Mr. Wizard bullshit on us right now to prove how smart you are, all Whoa. smart you are, I'll leave the I'll leave the call. But is there names for reds like on the end of the spectrum and then it's probably there's probably some rays and ultraviolets and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's there's I just think about this all the time. What if I turn the corner and there was just a new friggin' color? Griffin, here's the problem. Here's can I tell you? I don't know much about scientists. Mm-hmm. But they'd probably just call it, like, super red or, like, ultra green. Very like, red. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. come on, scientists. I'm, this is not a... De- okay, I don't know if you people are joking. It's all up to interpretations. There is... I mean... Hmm? The yeah. idea of color is an yeah. invention that we created. We named certain points in the... Okay. Spectrum of light, right? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Mr. DeGrasse Tyson. I yeah, didn't sorry, I didn't know we had Mr. Dr. DeGrasse Tyson on our but, show. But, like, infrared encompasses, like, the entirety of the spectrum. You're, not- you're walking down the block, Justin. You're walking down to the, uh, you know, the book shop or mm-hmm. uh, vegetable store. And you're walking, and you turn the corner, and just, like, blow. There's a color you've never seen before. It's not purple. It ain't oh red. Shit. It ain't Griffin. orange. It's not brown. Griffin. 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 What if there are animals all around us oh. and their colors are ones we just can't see? Oh, beans. Oh, no. Are they dangerous? I don't know, Griffin. Are they? <gasps> shit. But- God, You're- Trav, fuck, man. So there's so- these are very red. And that, yeah, I'm like these an cones, infrared bear these coming co- right at you. These cones can't see that bear. Oh, right? no. What do you even do? What do you do, Justin? What do you do, Justin? Justin, get like- in here, dude. This play space is fun, dude. Get <laughs> right? the fuck in and here, man. Like a whole, to give you the set, whole, to give like, you the setup no. in case you were looking at pictures of Elias Codius, we're talking about like <laughs> bears and wild animals that are like colors we can't see. So get in the space. Here we go. You're like ultraviolet and infrared bears. Oh no. Doesn't make sense, right? And maybe there's even like a whole infrared world. Every time you stub your toe and you turn, like, mm, what was that? Oh, I thought it was a chair. Well, the chair seemed out of my way. You tripped over an infrared chair. Oh gosh, what if they're real little and we're always <gasps> stepping on them? Or what if we're real little and there's infrared no, giants no, no, stepping no. on us? Jesus! Oh man! Uh, maybe if you get like goose pimples or whatever. That's, That's an infrared giant just messing with shit, you. right? Tickling, tickling me. Fuck. Wow. Just 
What do you even? What do you do? What do we do right? now that we've figured this out? We've seen through the veil. We've seen we've we've seen we've parted the curtain into another world that's all around us. What do we do? What do I do now? I can't go back to. You know, I'll never get in the car again. Every time I get in the car and drive from one place to another, I'll probably hit like ten invisible deer or whatever. You've killed eight infrared bears just like going to the toy store to get a fidget spinner. Shit. Wait, Um, I was going to get the fidget spinner or the bears were? Because I'm into either. (laughs) Both. Okay. You were going the same direction. That's how you ran into them. I don't want to know how to break this to you guys. Yeah. Uh, There are animals that can see ultraviolet. Well, so that's they, why your dog gets really nervous sometimes. Yes. Butterflies, butterflies what, what can see. Uh, butterflies can see ultraviolet. How what do they, you know, Justin? Do what you do speak they? butterfly? Got it. That is good. That is good. Actually, have a pretty good question. <laughs> How the fuck do we figure that out? Hey, um. do you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel they, like you're trying have... to. T- I feel like you're trying to tell me something about like some incredible invisible uh, ecosystem that I'm just not tapped into. Am I close? They yes. just use ultraviolet light to shine a sign above a little hole that said uh, super horny butterflies down to fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Come on yeah. in if you're ready to party. Reindeer can see ultraviolet light, too. Whoa. Do you think that's why Santa picked them? Reindeers are the only mammals that can see ultraviolet light. Do you think that's why Santa was like, oh, I've yeah. got, I'm going to get one up on these motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm not trying to fly into a flock of invisible birds of prey. When ca- when butterflies fuck, I guess a caterpillar comes out. You think they're disappointed every time? <laughs> he looks like they look at the well, caterpillar was... and they can see an ultraviolet butterfly spreading out from it. Oh, uh, shit. This is Wait, beautiful. Are, are you saying the parents are disappointed? Like, yeah. Oh, sweetie, he looks like. Oh, oh no, he's like a worm nothing. like we used to be. Shoot. I was hoping maybe <laughs> looks... this time it'd be a, one of us Did beautiful. Did you guys know that? Did you know that armadillos are the only animals that can see into the future? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, they just know. know. If you see a if you see an armadillo clear a room, you better follow right behind. He knows a oh, piano is about to fall through the ceiling. Oh no! Oh no! He rolled into a ball. Then the piano fell through the ceiling. He saw this coming. Well, this is weird. I'm yeah. I'm also I also just got my zoo books in the mail. It says turtles never die. <laughs> turtles live forever. There's only ever been like a hundred turtles, but it's the same one. It's crazy. Trav, Tra- did you know that's because armadillos get um, tomorrow's newspaper a day Whoa. early every day? Did you I, know, you know what? Actually, that's- I did. I did know that. Okay, I, th- I didn't know if you knew that or not. Okay, well, I did actually. I just want to. Sure. Is there a color we don't know about yet that I'm going to see before I pass in my lifetime? Am I going to see this color? What if we came up? Let's come up with the color right now, and that'll be the that'll be our like legacy. Is will be like, mm-hmm. did you see this new color? And be like, whoa, that is I've never seen. It's like blue, but it's not anything I've ever seen before. Griffin, um, I could try to make up a funny name, but there's already a color. I don't want a name. Pews. I don't want a name. Let's the sh- the sh- the shade the hue. So like, I'll close your eyes. Both of you guys, close your eyes. Imagine. Mm-hmm. Let's start with. Imagine orange. Mm-hmm. You see an orange, the color. Mm-hmm. And yes. now, and now we're just gonna put a little bit of. Uh, just a little bit of purple in there. Can you even imagine like what that meant? Like try to blend it and you're seeing a color you never saw before. What if, what if the, the color is every color altogether and that's the shade cheating. you can't see. Cheating, that's cheating, that's cheating. That's or what if it's none of the colors? That's what if it's red? What if you take blue? Uh-huh. Mm. Imagine the purest blue. And then add some yellow in there. How much yellow? However much. Ten, not, ten, not, ten amount. Ten not yellows? Yeah. I, it's um, a, it's a, and can your mind even... The color, Griffin? Can you even let me visualize tell you the it? The shade is the color that you would get if you were able to push down all the tabs on the multicolored pen at once. Okay. That would be the color you would end up There's with. a reason you can't do that. CERN mm-hmm. made those pins so and made it so you couldn't do that or else you'll like punch a hole in space time. Sydney yeah. got one of those pins in the 90s box that you and Rachel got her yeah. for her birthday. 
And it made me realize, like, one, those rule. Yeah. Two, I have not seen one in a grip. Yeah. I don't know if they're still making those bad boys or not, but those are rad. Well, no, they're irresponsible because you push all three tabs down. See a color you've never seen before. You go full-blown Lovecraft-like. Yeah. Bonkers. You made your bonkers. own Hadron Collider. Well, folks, that's gonna be <laughs> stupid. It's just stupid. The whole thing. I is mean, dumb. I said if I said if you combine blue and yellow, you make a color you've never seen before, and you two chuckle fucks didn't say anything. It just, it's just, it just, sometimes, guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> Thanks for listening, though. We really do appreciate you. Uh, uh, we hope you have fun listening. Um, Trav, do you want to make the PodCon pitch I one sure last do, time? Justin. Thank you very much. Um, we are in the middle, right now, as we speak, raising funds to put on a podcast convention in Seattle this December. Um, it is organized by me and the Brothers McElroy, um, Hank and John Green, and the people behind uh, Welcome to Night Vale, Joseph and Jeffrey, Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner. And it is both uh, a chance to go and see some of your favorite podcast and podcasters, um, perform live, but also a chance to get together with people who are not only fans, but also creators of podcasters, talk about the art form of podcasting. Um, and you can help us make it uh, a reality by going to podcon.com. We are doing an Indiegogo uh, fundraiser right now. We're at about halfway there. Um, and not only can you help us fund PodCon, but you also get, well, there's a whole bunch of different levels uh, with a bunch of different rewards, including remote attendance. So even if you're not able to make it to Seattle on December 9th and 10th, you'll still be able to watch the shows and still be able to participate remotely. Um, so go to PodCon.com. Uh, when you hear this, you'll only have till, I believe, Tuesday at midnight. So there's not much time left. So go to PodCon.com. Um, and then Tuesday from, I think like seven to midnight, somewhere around there, we'll be doing, um, we'll be doing a live stream, uh, with like Hank and me and, um, some people from Night Vale and other, uh, people to kind of, you know, help get the word out. So I'll tweet about that so you can keep an eye out. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. We're going to be doing a live, my brother, my brother and me there. Um, also, uh, Alice isn't dead. Dear Hank and John bad with money. 99% invisible with Roman Mars Sawbones still buffering. Um, a night called, uh, night called tomorrow, uh, lore. It's a criminal. It's a, a really amazing lineup. Um, already. And it's just going to get better. Yeah, like, we're no, we are near done inviting people. Uh, there's a show called Last Name Basis that, like, we just announced that I'm really excited about. I'm a big fan of theirs. Um, and there, it, it's going to be a really good time. Um, and we hope you all show up. Um, but you can help us fund it, podcon.com. Thank you so uh, much. I want to thank John Roderick the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, which is a song off of the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, it's a very good album that, honestly, I haven't listened to in a little bit. I need to dip in. I like to recharge the old batteries every once in a while, you know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. I also want to thank Maximum Fun for having us. Go to MaximumFun.org and go check out all the great shows there. Shows like Beef and Dairy Network and Dead Pilot Society and uh, One Bad Mother and Lady to Lady and all kinds of great shows all at MaximumFun.org. And if you want to hear other stuff that we do or watch our videos, uh, all of those are at McElroyShows.com. Uh, speaking of stuff that we do, Justin, do you want to give a quick plug to our new Prestige podcast? Yes, uh, we have a new podcast. It's called The Macquarie Brothers Will Be in Trolls 2. Uh, you can find that on iTunes or trolls2.libson.com. That's right. We don't even have a website for it. That's how new it is. Um, it's also on Twitter. I have no idea where. But uh, we're trying to get in Trolls. No, we are in Trolls 2. We will be in Trolls 2. And this is a story about how it happens, but it's happening in real time, so it'll be archival. Um, there's going to be a lot of big developments. We just got two episodes up, the pilot that we released on this feed, and also the second episode with our hilarious Agent Joel. And uh, and it's really fun, uh, and it's great. So uh, go check it out. Go check it out. Totally. Totally um, check it out. One more quick plug. We have a TV show on CISO.com, um, and we put out on – our on our podcast thread on this very feed um a, episode one 
um, commentary that you can listen to of us talk about like making the show and stories on set and that kind of thing. Um, so go to CISO.com and now it's also available on iTunes in countries outside of the US. Um, so I think it's uh, the UK, Canada, Germany, Australia, and maybe other places as well. Um, I'm not 100% sure about Germany. Now that I say it, I don't know if that sounds right or not. But go to your version of iTunes and find out. Um, and then um, go to uh, our our feed and listen to uh, the commentary on episode one. Hopefully we'll do more of those. No guarantees. We've already recorded episode two commentary, though. So hopefully that will be up in the future. Um, here's that final. This final was, uh, weirdly enough, sent in by two people. J.J. Jones and Nick Potter independently sent this in. Thank you both. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Picione says, uh, I'm going to add a little bit here, a little bit of, a little bit of flavor here at the beginning. Hey, um, uh, you like pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every week, we release a medical history podcast called Sawbones. We go over the history of the dumbest, grossest, weirdest stuff humans have been doing to each other since the dawn of mankind. But it's a funny show. But it's also so disgusting and stomach-turning, you won't believe it. But it's also like... <laughs> funny it's funny it is the wildest grossest nastiest stuff you can imagine it's a real hoot it's called sawbones and we release it every week on itunes wherever podcasts are sold and right here on maximumfun.org